Hello, everyone. This is Becca, and welcome to Spirituality for Control Freaks. I don't know if you can tell, but I am pretty damn excited. Uh, I am talking on my brand new microphone. It's, I am so happy. <laughs> I can't even describe it to you. Um, I've been using a microphone that, while it worked, it wasn't quite podcast mic material, so I figured, you know what? Uh, let's try something different, and I received this as a gift. Thank you, Patrick. It's wonderful. Hopefully it sounds decent in the car or buzzing in your guys' ears, however you're listening. I hope it sounds good. <laughs> That's the plan. I want to thank everybody so much for all of your patience. Um, I know it's been a while since I've posted a new episode, um, but worry not because this week's episode is actually going to be a two-parter. Uh, to make up for the fact that it's been a month since my last post, I'm going to be uploading part one and two this week, so you can just barrel through the information. I started writing out all of the stuff that I wanted to cover, and I kind of realized, yeah, that's going to be super long. And I don't know about you, but I mean, my attention span's not the greatest, so I mean kind of makes sense. Just split it in half and you don't have to listen to me talk for like an hour and a half on this. So what topic am I covering that's going to need two parts, you may ask? This week, my friends, we are discussing empaths. What? What? My people. Ah, empaths. You know what? What the fuck is an empath? Are you an empath? We're going to cover all of this and more. So let's just jump right in. Do you frequently get overwhelmed or anxious? Do you prefer to socially isolate? Do you need to recuperate after being around difficult people? Do you absorb other people's stress or emotions? If you answered yes to any of those, then you might be an empath, my friend. And if so, welcome to the club. Empaths are sensitive people who are capable of feeling the feelings of others around them without visual or auditory cues like body language or speech. They feel, and they feel a lot, almost like the weight of the world is on them. This helps them connect with people as well as understand situations that they themselves may have never encountered in their lives. Empaths have incredibly big hearts, and they love helping people. They're usually extremely intuitive, and they would fall under the category of introverted most of the time. They need time alone to recharge their batteries, basically. Empaths usually want to avoid crowds because they absorb a lot of emotions from those around them. And you're probably going, absorbing emotion? What's that mean? Well, I'll tell ya. Most empaths I know can walk in a room and immediately feel the mood, energy, tension, etc. in said room. Um, I used to think that it was just because I was really good at body language, and I will definitely, I'll, I'll circle back to that thought process later in the episode. Um, but now I can walk into a house and without seeing anybody, I can know if there was a fight recently or if there's any other heavy emotion, uh, either negative or positive. Um, the problem is, is when you don't know that you're an empath and you start taking on the emotions of others around you. So some examples of this would be feeling anger or sadness very suddenly when it wouldn't really make sense otherwise to feel that way. 
Um, Sometimes the feeling can manifest into a physical discomfort. You encounter someone with a stomach ache, unbeknownst to you, and suddenly your stomach starts hurting. This kind of stuff happens. Um, I've even had a sympathy headache a couple of times. As soon as I left the room, though, I felt immediately better. Uh, For me, though, the worst is when you walk into a gym. Uh, I used to avoid gyms for a really long time because I would walk in and get a tsunami of self-loathing, guilt, and low self-esteem. It took me a really long time to realize that while I did have some of those feelings, they were being amplified by the people around me. If an empath isn't aware of their energy fields, which don't you worry, I'm going to cover that in part two, it can lead to unhealthy practices that can actually lead to emotional burnout. This is especially difficult if the empath doesn't freaking know that they're an empath. And that's my story. When I was younger, I didn't know that I was an empath. No freaking fracking clue. I thought that I was just weird. I never felt like I fit in or that I belonged, to be honest, even in my own family. I was told that I was sensitive. You know, that old chestnut. Our culture does not do well with emotions or with emotional people. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you know, children are often told to toughen up, you know, stop crying. And feeling your emotions, even if you aren't sensitive, isn't supported in a lot of families. So imagine what it was like to feel all the emotions and also the emotions of those around you with no guidance or understanding of these intense feelings in your tiny body or what to do with them. Yep, that was me. And it was a freaking nightmare. I cried all the time. I was that kid. I would cry at the drop of a hat. And I now know that it was because I was overstimulated to the extreme and I couldn't vocalize my needs. So add that to my ADHD and I'm surprised I got through the day with no intense emotional outbursts. I mean, good God. I actually don't know how I did that. You know, sometimes I wish I could go back and give my younger self like a nice pep talk, but alas, that is not how life works. You can only move forward and learn to forgive the past. So that's like a very brief overview of my experience as a child, but I actually didn't know about empaths until a few years ago. Um, My introduction to empaths actually happened back in 2015 when an amazing friend of mine introduced me to the concept of HSP, or Highly Sensitive People. She started describing how it was living life as a HSP, and a lot of the stuff she said kind of made me go, wait a minute, it sounds like me. So I looked into it. What I read was that highly sensitive people have a hard time with bright lights, strong smells, coarse fabrics, really anything that overwhelms the senses. Um, They typically avoid violent movies, TV shows. Um, They were described as sensitive or shy as children. And these are honestly just a few of the traits of highly sensitive people. If you resonate with this or if you want more detail, I, I encourage you to look into it for yourself. There's great websites, podcasts, literature, whatever you need on this subject. Um, I now realize that hearing about HSP was just a seed being planted. 
And spirit really likes to plant seeds, or essentially what that means is introducing you to something in your life that won't come to fruition immediately. Um, This seed led me to so much more knowledge and healing than I anticipated. If I didn't hear about HSP, I may have never looked into and found out about empaths. I may have never learned to set up healthy boundaries or connect in with myself. Honestly, it's it's amazing how spirit brings the right people to you with the right information at the right time. So how do empaths tie in with highly sensitive people? There are a ton of similarities, but the main difference between the two is highly sensitive people get overstimulated more easily, leading to a greater difficulty in connecting with others. While empaths are more sensitive to the emotions of others, making it easier for them to connect even when they are overstimulated. Empaths also absorb a lot of other people's emotions, while a HSP won't. Those are just the generic differences between the two. And you'll find that each person lands somewhere differently on the spectrum of sensitivities. Everyone interacts with energy in their own way. So just because you are a HSP, or an empath, doesn't mean that you'll have the same quirks as your fellow HSP or empath. You get to discover your own unique makeup, and you get to go from there. So something I mentioned earlier, and it's a very common thing, uh, one that I myself actually have struggled with, is knowing the difference between an empath and someone who is just phenomenal at reading body language. Um, If you were raised in a chaotic household, there's a chance that you are really good at reading body language because you felt like it was your job to appropriately respond to the moods in the house. Um, And this idea kept you safe. It's called a coping mechanism. Little baby coping mechanism. Um, And, you know, it's totally fine. Everyone develops these. It's one of those things about life. Um, You also can be an empath and read body language. It's possible. But the key difference is the energy. Are you reading it off of somebody or are you feeling it? That's the main difference. So if you think that you might be an empath or you want to know more about empaths, maybe someone in your life, kind of this sounds like them, I highly encourage you to read The Empath's Survival Guide by Judith Orloff, O-R-L-O-F-F. This book was recommended to me and it changed my life. It absolutely changed my life. Uh, Boundaries have always been a problem for me. Uh, They usually are for empaths. I wasn't really taught to have healthy boundaries, and I really wasn't taught to stand up for myself, so I was just an adorable little empath doormat. Uh, But when I was reading through the book, I realized that there were so many boundaries that I was allowed to make that I had classified as selfish for wanting to make them. It's okay to say no. It's okay to take time by yourself. And it's okay to walk away. Obviously, you can practice these boundaries, and I suggest that you do, even if you're not an empath. Uh, But for us empaths, it's extremely important that we pay attention to the signals our bodies are giving us and act accordingly. We need to protect our energy. Unfortunately, that's going to be the end of this episode. And you're going, ah, damn, really? But don't worry. 
Part two is coming out by the end of this week, I promise. And in part two, I'm going to be talking about empath energy fields, how to discover your energy field, and some healthy tips to help you navigate daily life as an empath. So just stay tuned, I swear. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I promise I will be back really soon. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at spirituality for control freaks, all one word, or you can email me at spiritualityforcontrolfreaks at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Becca, and just remember, if you don't let go, you can't grow. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you soon.